Have you ever sat down to read your Bible and wonder where to begin, or question if the ancient words on those impossibly thin pages will ever make any sense? Maybe you've compared your Bible with the colorful and note-filled pages of others, or wondered how to understand why you believe what you believe. You're not alone, my friend. Welcome to the Biblical Context Matters podcast. I'm Bree Blum, and I will be your host while we take a closer look at God's Word through the eyes of the original audience, exploring the cultural, historical, geographical, linguistic, political, and religious influences upon the people and places of the Bible. Together, we'll learn how to intentionally study Scripture to get beyond surface-level knowledge and find a deeper belief and understanding of the heart of God. It's possible. Thank you, Promise. Hi, I'm Gloria Lyman. It doesn't sound like much of an introduction, but when we look at names from a Hebraic perspective, we can gather so much more from those few words. We learned from Christy McClelland that in Hebrew, your name is your verb. And Lois Tverberg also says on page 84 of Walking in the Dust of Rabbi Jesus, that in ancient Near East, a person's name was intimately linked to his or her identity and reputation. For years, I've had a poster hanging on my wall in my bedroom listing many of the names of God. I've always loved this great reminder of God's many roles and how difficult it is for us to truly describe who and all that he is. He is called Advocate, Lamb of God, the Resurrection and the Life, Lord of Lords, Wonderful Counselor, Master, High Priest, I Am, Living Water, Bread of Life, Rose of Sharon, Teacher, King of Kings, Prince of Peace, King of the Jews, The Way, The Truth, and The Life, just to name a few. Each of God's names carries a different message, weight, and purpose. Every name and title reveals specific details about the character and heart of God. When God reveals himself to people, he does so in a way that an intimate connection is made with him. God has been intentional since the beginning of time with names. He even paid special attention when he named Adam and Eve. Their names describe the roles they have played for all of humanity. It's interesting to consider that everyone's name reveals something about them. Gloria is a feminine name of Latin origin, meaning glory, immortal glory, fame, renown, praise, and honor. The Hebrew word for glory is kavod, which is mentioned 199 times in the Old Testament. In English, it is translated as weight, strength, power, and ability, and also means honor, glory, magnificence, dignity, and splendor. At my tiny Christian high school graduation of a class of three, Pastor Mark McMillan shared individualized words of encouragement for each of us. It was then, as he spoke to me, I learned for the first time how my name is my verb. He told me, You release the glory of God. You allow the awesomeness of his presence to permeate every part of your being. And it's like, I gotta let it out. I see you as a glory carrier. You carry the presence of God and you let him out. 
So I would encourage you today to continue to look for areas where you can let the glory come out. I see this as things that are not the traditional ways of letting out glory. I believe the Holy Spirit will show you in the nighttime ways to dispense his presence. You're a glory carrier. You carry the presence of God and you're designed to let him out. Even now, I feel humbled by the tremendous weight of the privilege to be called God's glory carrier, designed to release his amazing love and glory. I have taken this responsibility very seriously. I earned my bachelor's degree in educational ministries and continue to study the Bible and seek moments to share the awesomeness of God with others. I never dreamed all those years ago I would be writing blogs, recording podcasts, and helping to lead online biblical studies. I am daily in awe of the doors God opens and how he coordinates and arranges opportunities for me to share his glory. It's interesting how when I introduce myself with my simple introduction, I actually share a lot about myself. First, I don't say, my name is... Although that would still be a perfectly fine and polite introduction, I'm more likely to say I'm, which indicates I've taken ownership of and have accepted my name as my identity. My name is who I am, and I know my name is my verb and what it says about my character and my heart. When I share my last name, it indicates the family I am connected with and represent. As a member of the Lyman family, I am associated with and connected to everyone who shares or has ever shared my family name. Being the youngest of my siblings, I learned pretty quickly that my last name held some weight and expectation with the teachers who had taught my older siblings. I also come from a long line of musicians. As my great-grandfather played and tuned pianos, my grandparents played instruments, my parents both played the saxophone and met in their college band, and all my siblings were in the band. The first time I walked into the middle school band room holding my flute, I felt the pressure that I better be good at this. But along with the expectations that come with being a member of the Lyman family, come countless blessings. When we become believers and followers of Jesus Christ, we are adopted into his family and are given the VIP access to all the blessings and benefits of being a member. When we have the family name Christian, we tell others that we are of Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5 says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Quoted from the NLT translation. As Christians, we represent Jesus Christ and fellow Christians. We are held to a specific standard as Christians. Just like my siblings created a reputation for me to maintain, we must be mindful of the reputation we form as a member of the body of Christ. And more importantly, we need to be mindful of what our words and actions say about our Heavenly Father. Are we representing him well? Lois says on page 86 of Walking in the Dust of Rabbi Jesus, 
You might not think that God's reputation would be important to him, but the idea of his reputation expanding throughout the world is a central theme of the biblical story. At first, God taught only Israel how to live, but he intended that they would be the light to the nations. End quote. Just like the Lyman family are known as musicians, God's family has a very important reputation to uphold. We are called to be known for sharing God's love. Jesus told his followers in John chapter 13, verse 15, Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Quoted from the NLT translation. Lois says on page 90, We need to always be aware that the world is watching so that our actions reflect the holiness and love of the God we serve. End quote. We represent our Heavenly Father and Christian siblings well when we care about others and extend His love to those around us. Hi, I'm Gloria Lyman, and I'm God's glory carrier. Today we learned, each of God's names carries a different message, weight, and purpose. A person's name is their verb and is intimately linked to his or her identity and reputation. As followers of Jesus Christ, we are adopted into his family. We are called to represent the name of God well. We invite you to answer these questions in the comments on the blog at intentionalfilling.com or if you are part of our online biblical study of Walking in the Dust of Rabbi Jesus, we invite you to answer this in our private Facebook group. What is the meaning of your name, and how is it your verb? What are some ways that you can represent the name of God well? Do you enjoy learning about scripture through its context? We invite you to visit our website, intentionalfilling.com, to check out the number of resources we have available in our shop, including worksheets, studies, and even our free online course, Rooted in the Word. Subscribe to the Biblical Context Matters podcast to be alerted of our new episode for more faith-boosting content. Until next time, read your Bible and remember, Biblical Context Matters.